mindfulness mode. Life is really hard. Life can be crazy, but there's also so much magic out there. Hey, Mindful Tribe, welcome to the show. I'm really excited to tell you that I'm here today with a very interesting musician who has done quite a lot of, of very cool things. He's had Red Bull as a sponsor. He's uh, done music and art for the 2020 Olympics. He's created a ukulele uh method of learning and so much stuff that's really fascinating. I uh, I just can't wait to talk to uh, this person. I'm here today with Vinny, Vinny Sturgeon. Vinny, are you in mindfulness mode today? Uh, yes, it's uh, really beautiful to be here and I'm feeling actually quite mindful. I say yes. <laughs> ah, that's fantastic. Yeah, so Vinny, what does mindfulness mean to you? Mindfulness to me means being 100% in the moment, in tune with my body, feeling my body, in tune with my senses, being present, not being in the past, not being in the future, and connecting with people, animals, uh, and uh, uh, everything that's surrounding me in a pure and natural way. Very cool. Well, I know that you are from Austria, mm -hmm. and I'm just wondering how growing up in the Austrian mountains shaped your perspective on life and on creativity. <laughs> uh, that's a really good question. Have you ever been to Austria? No, I haven't. Um, so I grew up in a very small town in the west of the country. So it's surrounded by beautiful mountains. Um, I was wearing lederhosen every now and then. And um, I grew up in quite a musical family and lots of, uh, it's a very Catholic place, Austria. And I was part of the local brass band, which is involved in all the processions. And uh, whenever there is a community thing happening, uh, those bands are, are playing. And for me, it was like a nice playground to try out stuff I had uh, very um, open place in my life to explore and at some point it just got a bit too small for me because it's it's, the, uh, it's not a lot of different people which is not a problem but I was always a very curious spirit and I always was looking oh what's behind the corner oh what can I find uh -huh. over there and uh, eventually I ventured out into the world but it was a beautiful place to grow up, um, do things, uh, do music, and yeah, uh, I loved it to go back. One of the things you share in your bio is about being kicked down a ski slope at a very <laughs> young age. Tell us about this. This is uh, so yeah, funny. I, I forgot about that. Um, it's like <laughs> when you grow up there, uh, everyone skis, obviously. Yeah, not, yeah. not everyone, but most of the people. And my yeah. my father, he, uh, he doesn't ski anymore, but he was a keen skier. My mother as well. And you just have to. Oh, I learned skiing when I was very young. And you just you get put on the slope, and then here you go, little man. Yeah. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, and I, I still and love it. It's it's still. Do uh, you, you still love to ski? Yeah, yeah. It's. Yeah, uh, I do so, too. Ah, yeah. Obviously, in Canada, it's amazing place yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, just such yeah. a pure feeling of freedom, feeling the air in your face. It's a very oh. mindful thing. 
Um, it really is. I, yeah. I just love it so <laughs> much. Well, you've won some pretty prestigious awards in writing compositions for all kinds of things, from the Tokyo Olympics to other other events. Tell us about some of the most memorable awards you've won. Um, I mean, to be very honest, it's uh, always um, when I'm talking about it, I don't really care too much about uh, awards and stuff. For me, it's always just um, about coming up with things, um, creating things like I'm here to create and, and explore. And it, it's really nice that uh, if things get appreciated, but I always I, I'm very I try not to think about this. It's for me. It's like I know uh, I'm quoting uh, uh, a famous Irish podcaster. His name is Blind Boy. He's a really cool guy. I don't know whether you heard him, and he always says um, he lives by this mantra: "I'm not better than anyone else, and no one else is better than me." And that just always keeps you right in the middle. So um, uh, that that on that side. And I, I just, I mean, I was signed to major labels and minor labels, uh, like independent labels, um, wrote some really cool pieces, like you said, for the uh, Olympics. Uh, yeah, Tokyo. tell us about that. 12 photos, 12 tracks. Is that the one you did for the and Olympics? The 12 photos, 12 tracks was another uh, project where I sent a camera around the world to 12 different people. And each person had just a single chance of making a photo of a place that's special to them. And then they send the photos back to me and I turned that into an album with my band together. And uh, we made a live, live show out of it that toured with an exhibition. But that, that was a different thing. It was, this was a, a statement against the perfect selfie culture because the people just had one moment and some of the photos, it was like really raw beauty. And we just took that as inspiration. And uh, the Olympic piece was, uh, I was one of 20 artists uh, that were chosen worldwide who wrote a piece for a 156 meter long tunnel that combines the Tokyo subway system to the national rail system. And I wrote a piece for 56 loudspeakers um, where I sampled some sheep from the Austrian mountains. I uh, recorded their bells and then also composed a piece with cedar music. Like for those of you who don't know, it's a, a stringed instrument. There is the famous film, the Western, how is it called? Um, not on my mind. There's a really famous cedar piece that everyone, when you hear it, you will know it. Um, that, that was a cool project, yeah. I really enjoyed that. It sounds like it. it. Sounds like very interesting project. So, as an artist, how do you get out there and find new projects and meet new people and just keep your life fresh and exciting? That's uh, another good question, Bruce. So, for me, it's always giving myself enough time and space to go inside to listen to myself. I mean, I, I love things like this. Uh, we don't know each other very well, but already we're deep in a really cool conversation. And I really love to have conversations with um, strangers, old friends, new friends that always uh, very often gives me inspiration or um, I'm one of those annoying people on the bus who talk, talk up to people. <laughs> um, or I love exploring nature, um, 
watching the seasons change, um, observe animals, um, have, having deep chats and just allowing myself to to be in the moment again, uh, trying uh, when I'm mindful, I, I find inspiration and then these things bubble up. I can't really control it. Um, some days it's more, some days it's less, or even some it can be a period of a couple of months where I feel, okay, oh, I might have never another idea in my life. <laughs> but then uh, it's also having this trust in yourself, which we all do. We all have so many answers to the questions we have in ourselves we just need to create an environment that's peaceful and that's quiet and let those questions arise uh, those answers arise to those questions if you understand what i mean yeah i do and i think that a lot of creative people i've talked to have been really good at being creative but maybe not so good at at earning money from it or being a commercial success but you seem to have just made this happen both ways you're you're doing all the fun creative stuff but you also are successful commercially how uh, do you do that <laughs> yeah, uh, for me it was always um so i always knew i i'm not a uh i can't work in an office i mean i worked in an office for two months um during my uh, in Austria, we have military service, uh, which is mandatory. And as an alternative yeah. to that, you can do um, like work a social service. Or I worked for a peace organization in Amsterdam, and then I went to Los Angeles. Uh, and like I, it, it was just too. I'm, I'm a very free spirit, um, and I always need to be in control of uh, of my time. <laughs> but I always knew if I chose this path, I I need to spread my wings far. And the education side of my of my business uh, as an uh, as a business person, uh, I started from quite early on when I, when I was in my twenties. This is probably the most uh, sustainable um, part of my business, which I really love as well because I get to learn so much from my students and I get to meet people and support them in their journey to get more creativity or get, bring music in their life, which is uh, a really beautiful thing. We, 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 I always think, yeah, that's a cool thing to to do on my short time here uh, on the yeah. planet. Uh, I'd rather do that than um, sell stuff to people that they don't need. Um, but, <laughs> yes. But, but, but I always knew that, uh, okay, if, if I'm doing this, I, I got to have my other things sorted uh, because like you say i also know a lot of people who are immensely talented and they make amazing stuff they are so inspiring but they find it really difficult to just uh, maintain life and it's as a creative person you're you you sometimes you're more much more fragile and um, sensitive to everything what's happening in the world which can be crazy because life is crazy um, but I, I always knew, okay, uh, I want to create, but I also, I don't want to, um, I, I don't want to struggle too much. So, um, honing those business skills and uh, even there, I find loads of creativity. How, how do you, how can you do business creatively without, um, exploiting people or, ex, um, for me, it always it comes down to my core values, uh, and they very often solve all the 
problems uh, that I have, not solve them, but they guide me, they give me clarity. And I find that in business as well as in my creative ventures. Yeah, that's interesting. I know you've worked with uh, with uh, young offenders in the prison system. Tell mm -hmm. us a, a transformative experience that you've had while teaching them music and working with them in the prison system. Mm -hmm. That was a, a job I did for about three years and a bit, and uh, I stopped it recently. Um, so a couple of reasons for that. But when uh, I, I worked for a label called In-House Records, and it was founded by a very inspiring guy, he became quite an important mentor to me for for a period of time. And when I went, I remember when I went in there, I was very scared because it's uh, it's a crazy environment. It's like its own country with its own language, its own codes. I'm a guy with a funny accent going in there, and it's um, it was very, very intimidating. But then when I sat down and I had my first cohort of people, and um, I mean, they're coming out of backgrounds which are very unfortunate, very um, crazy childhoods, lots of abuse. But then as soon as we talked music, there was this instant bridge there. And it was just beautiful to see. I go in there. Um, and even um, our musical backgrounds are, are very different. But it was just this pure way of connecting over a common fascination for something. And it was just beautiful. I mostly was teaching music production, so uh, and there's no internet in prison, so you shut all that noise out and you really are in a room vibing with each other, creating, and then we said, okay, on this button is a bass drum, on this button is a snare drum, let's make a beat, and for an hour we just making beats and uh, again learning from each other. And also what I, what I found not only transformative for the guys, but very much so for me. Uh, engaging with people who are at the end of society, like we, we lock them away. No one wants to deal with them because they are they are wrong. And obviously, uh, that we could have a really big discussion about that. But uh, in the end, we're all children. Uh, and then we get sent on our paths and that shapes us. And then we we are at a certain point where we are. And then for me, it was just nice to just uh, meet a person rather than a store, uh, just uh, a number. Or I even didn't know want to know what they did. For me, it was just, okay, our paths cross now. Let's make something positive out of it. Let's make music. <laughs> Yeah, it's very interesting. It's something that I haven't done. I haven't had that experience. So it sounds like a real learning experience. I want to talk about your own mental health journey and how you created this mindful ukulele method. And how did this help you on your personal journey? For me, Music was always the first thing. I, I never did anything else since I'm very young. And then um, my parents got separated when I was quite young, and it was a really tough time for me. There was lots of uh, craziness surrounding that whole uh, time. And 
their music already was a place for me, this sacred place where I could always go. I think if I wouldn't have had music, I don't know, I may have done stupid things or mm -hmm. started to take drugs or, or whatever, but it was always this magical place that I could go to and it was there for me. Uh, there was no judgment. There was, um, I, I could be curious, which I'm naturally and explore and connect with people. And when I started teaching, I uh, oh, before that actually I got introduced into mindfulness because my mother gave me a book uh, about it when I was 15, 16. Mm -hmm. And from that point, I started to do breathing exercises uh, for, for a short amount of time. Then I dropped it for 10 years. And then somehow it came back into my life where I... I was just overwhelmed with with life and being an artist. It's all about promoting yourself. You're always trying to make the next thing. You have 50 plates to spin. And I came right. to a point where I thought, um, I, I, need, I need to shut, uh, shut down the noise somehow. That's when I rediscovered uh, meditation. To begin with, I started with an app, um, what was it? Um, it's a Headspace, so okay. like a, a um, meditation app. And um, then the more I got into it, the more I noticed, okay, yes, this is really something that's helping me just to be more in the moment, to, to, to cool down, to have these moments of silence, uh, even if it's just for one minute a day to start with. It's a short amount of time, but even if you start with something small like this and then you grow it out from there it immensely helped my mental health and then uh, as mentioned i always had my education side of things where i, I always had students um, hundreds of students over the years from from all walks of life and then i started to introduce some of those mindfulness techniques with my students and very soon I figured out, oh, they, it's really making an impact in their life as well. To begin with, again, it's just even focusing on your breathing. So before I start the session, I do a little breathing session where we try to get our minds and bodies in tune. And then uh, the longer I work with students, the more uh, other techniques I introduce. And I was just getting loads of amazing feedback from people that they said, okay, this is really helping me. Like if you imagine people who are working a lot or I work with people who are having really tough jobs, having to make tough decisions. And then once or twice a week they come and we, we meditate together. We connect, we have a fun, positive time. It helps them relax and reduce their stress. And uh, as a side product, they learn how to play an instrument, which is cool. And uh, when I started the Mindful Ukulele Methods, um, that was probably before um, first lockdown. I had a couple of students. Uh, they wanted to learn how to play the ukulele. And then now nowadays, I work with people from all over the world. It's mostly on Zoom lessons. Mm -hmm. And it was just working really well with the ukulele as an instrument because the entry threshold is quite low. It's a cheap instrument. And by the end of your first lesson, you are, you're able to 
play your first chord or your first song even. So it's uh, really helping people to um, get self-confident uh, very quickly. And loads of my students, they always wanted to do music, but uh, always uh, lived with this narrative. Oh, you're bad at music. You can't do that. You're not right, creative. Yeah. You're not the creative type. And um, it was just really working out well that uh, I saw... Uh, lots of magic like music is lots of magic and if you work with people who always wanted to do something like this but never had the opportunity or life just got in the way um, it, it was just really beautiful to see that it's uh, really a simple system I'm not reinventing the, the wheel here but uh, just yeah well Vinny I want to I want to <laughs> cut in here because you you told me that you created a special website for my mindful tribe listeners uh, yes. I think that is so <laughs> exciting and it's it says in the information that it's uh, a four-part mini course on how to learn to play the ukulele and the ukulele is such a cool instrument because it's <laughs> relatively easy it's relatively inexpensive and anyone can learn it and well tell us about this uh this website, mindfulukulelemethod.com. Uh, yes, uh, beautiful. Thanks for um, flagging that. It's actually MM for um, uh, the mindfulness mode, mm.mindfulukulelemethod.com. And okay. on there, it's uh, a free four-part series. I recorded some cool videos, and we also do some uh, basic meditation exercises. And uh, if you're interested, if, if uh, anyone wants to learn or just wants to have a peek uh, it's free and by the end of it you'll be able to play your first song which is quite cool <laughs> that is amazing yeah. i was just at an event on the weekend and it was called art in the barn and there were like 300 people exhibiting there and someone was playing the ukulele and singing for almost the whole time so it's <laughs> cool. really yeah, yeah. cool to hear that it's yeah, beautiful yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's nice and light and and not too loud and not too in your face but very comfortable to hear yeah yeah it is uh, very much so yeah and it's um i have some of my students they then uh, once they start with the ukulele they go on to learn the guitar but sure. uh, it, it's, a, it's a very easy entry. And even if you just want to try it out and see how it feels, it's, uh, it's a very mindful, cool thing to do. <laughs> I totally agree. I totally agree. I want to ask you a question, Vinny, about bullying, because I've worked in the field of bullying prevention for a long time. Do you have any stories about the topic of bullying where mindfulness would have made a difference? I had a couple of younger students in the past two years who've been um, been victims of uh, bullying, and there's particular one story of a really nice student of mine, and he, like his parents, just wanted to. Uh, he was always interested in music. And then his parents wanted to give him some lessons and uh, somehow our uh, paths crossed. And then I remember it was uh, a lot about creating a positive space for him where he could just explore his emotions and his um, way of being in uh, in a very non-judgmental, curious space. And it was a lot about just nurturing his self-confidence and building up his confidence and 
over a year or so, I mean, I saw quite a transformation. Like it somehow became a secret power, this music. And um, I mean, it's and somehow it made him more mindful uh, about himself and it helped him to build confidence and somehow is bullying got a bit uh, better. I mean, he, he was just a, a, a colorful spirit uh, and that's sometimes hard for colorful spirits to yeah. survive in a... Uh, in a place where everything is, the, there's just one way to do things. True enough. Yeah, that's a great story, Vinny. I yeah. really appreciate that. Hey, can you give us a glimpse into some of your upcoming projects? What's going on? What are you going to be working on next? Uh, I'm always I'm having uh, loads of ideas. I have a book full of ideas. What's happening? Um, I'm uh, currently in a band called Shiny Brain Crayons. And uh, we just released our first single. Uh, it's also a lot about our the, the things we talk about uh, or want to encourage people is to embrace creativity and embrace uh, life. And we're uh, working on a couple new singles. So we're recording lots at the moment. There's lots of writing going on. And... Um, that's the so main let me, thing. So let me get this straight. The, the band is called Shiny Brain... Yeah. As in your brain, crayons. <laughs> yes, That's exactly. a very interesting title. And why does it have the word brain in it and crayons and shiny all together? This is an interesting combination of words. Um, how did we come up with this? My partner in uh, my band partner, Marian, she's a really cool lady. And we've been just writing um, and talking a lot about those things about uh, because we had a band before and somehow it uh covid uh, killed uh, killed that a bit because we had a big yeah. tour planned then our uh, drummer she got a baby and then we were just the, the two of us and then we, we made this new project and for us it was a lot about okay let's not think about anything we just want to create we just uh, let's not plan too far ahead okay how we're gonna market this how are we going to do this? Because there's always a million parts involved if you want to release something. And we just started writing and having fun with it. And um, I think out of nowhere, there was a line in her, in one of her lyrics, um, shiny brain crayons. And then I said, okay, that's our name. <laughs> as simple as that's that. That's a great name. Yeah. It really is. And, and, then, and uh, can uh, we hear the music? Do you have something on YouTube or anything? Uh, yes. Uh, if you uh, put Shiny Brain Crayons anywhere, you you find us. Uh, and our debut single is called Shiny Brain Crayons. It's on YouTube. We made a uh, really cool video on the streets of Brixton in South London where we made people draw brains. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so that was the premise this, of the video. <laughs> oh, this sounds really cool. Wow. I just love that. That's that's fantastic. Well, as we move on in this interview, I want to ask you five quick answer questions. So just 30 second answers are perfect. And the first one is this. Who is one person who has been a very powerful mindfulness influence in your life, Vinny? I um, love Rick Rubin, the music producer. Do you know him? No, I don't. He uh, is a very famous... Uh, amazing music producer he worked with Johnny Cash Red Hot Chili Peppers like with so many people mm -hmm. and he's always been he actually he recently wrote a book called um, uh, The Creative Act and he's always been 
quite inspiring from 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 afar because I don't know him. But I have uh, other mentors. My first clarinet teacher, he was um, amazing influence in in my in my world, who showed me how to um, how to be and keep creating and keep. Uh, maneuvering around the obstacles um, or also that guy I mentioned before from in-house records he was quite an mm -hmm. important influence and I meet mm -hmm. um, like I, I if I would think a bit longer I think I would think of more people actually you just asked right. for one I'm sorry I mentioned already three people <laughs> Oh, that's okay. Well, that's the kind of person you are. You've got lots of energy and vibrancy and everything else. The second question is about emotions. So tell us how mindfulness has helped you to deal with your emotions in a better way. Mindfulness helped me, first of all, to not suppress emotions. And we all have whatever traumas in our lives and we at the point at the time when you deal with that trauma you um suppressing emotions serves a purpose right but uh, mm -hmm. if a thing happened 20 years ago and you still um uh, don't deal with a certain emotion it doesn't serve you any purpose anymore and through my mindfulness practice i got much more in tune with uncomfortable feelings where i just let them happen and uh, through that process them and it just makes my mind healthier and uh, this happened i think this will never go away i will always have or anyone probably will always have uncomfortable emotions but mindfulness helps me to first notice okay oh this is happening mm -hmm. i'm not gonna distract myself now i'm gonna dive into it um and mindfulness is very powerful for that yeah, I agree. That's that's awesome. My third question is about breathing. Do you have any tips, any ideas, any thoughts about breathing that is sort of related to mindfulness? Breathing is such a basic thing that we do every second uh, until the moment we don't. And even making yourself aware of breathing like with my students, for instance, one of the exercises that I do most is where we where we count breaths. So in is one, out is two, mm -hmm. uh, and then up to 10 while you close your eyes. And I think that's a really good exercise to uh, just become aware of your breathing again. And uh, even if thoughts enter your brain, you just acknowledge them and... Uh, think okay oh now i'm thinking but now let's focus back on the breathing and it's uh, an amazing anchor to like it was the beginning of my mindfulness journey i was just learning how to breathe again for half a year <laughs> right well my next question is about a book and you've already mentioned the book by rick rubin the creative art you said or the creative act uh -huh. rather. um any other books that you would like to mention I think uh, also at the beginning of my when I re when I got uh, uh, into mindfulness again I I read a lot about Aristotle like yeah. any book there is um, what's her name um, she's uh, uh, Edith Hall she wrote a really good book uh, it's called Aristotle's Way and it's just about um, he he was a lot about summarizing striving physically mentally spiritually. 
and that a person's character is the most critical part of one's life. And um, that's uh, again referring to that I think, or I really believe that we all, every single of us, uh, all of your listeners, we all have all the answer, answers inside us. They may be, may be very different answers, but if only we let them uh, arise. That's a good book. Anything about Aristotle, I, I just really like him. Or um, a bit more modern, Jay Shetty's Think Like a Monk. Uh, I think that's also mm-hmm. a really cool book yep. for her. And like all those books, uh, sometimes when I think about it, they all uh, talk about the same thing. They are all very uh, similar, just from different perspectives. But it always boils down to listen to yourself and be kind to yourself, be kind to others. That was all, that's uh, the essence for me of uh, all these books somehow. But it's it's always good to remind yourself about. Yeah. Things. <laughs> Listen to yourself, be kind to yourself, be kind yeah. to others. Yeah, exactly. totally good advice. And speaking of advice, as we wrap up the interview, do you have any final words of advice for our Mindful Tribe listeners? I would say it's you've, you, you are all are amazing. We are here together. We experience the human condition Life is really hard. Life can be crazy, but there's also so much magic out there. And um, find the magic and appreciate the magic. Be it in in your family, with your friends, with strangers, with nature, with your dog, with your cat, and uh, embrace the magic. How 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 little it is. Uh, every little bit of magic is. Uh, positive embrace the magic and that's exactly what it seems like you've done in your life so that's really cool it's awesome to have you on mindfulness mode and to get a chance to know you Vinny. yeah uh, same for me really beautiful to get to know you as well (laughs) thanks so much you have a great rest of your day bye now yeah you too bye bye Hey, Mindful Tribe, I want to thank my sponsor, Athletic Greens. They have a product called AG1 that I started taking some time ago because I wanted to improve my gut health. I wanted to optimize my immune system. I wanted to just improve my health in general, and this has really done it. AG1 contains 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced ingredients, and probiotics. So whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, or whatever your diet is, this will work for you. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial ingredients, and it supports better sleep and better alertness. Athletic Greens uses the best products based on the latest science, and it costs less than $3 a day. Like I said, the product is called AG1, the company is called Athletic Greens, and they have over 7,000 five-star reviews online. So here's a special offer for you, Mindful Tribe. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com mindfulness. So once again, that's athleticgreens.com mindfulness to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate 
daily nutritional insurance. So with that, take what we've learned today to reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness. Stay in the mode.